Hello, friends, and welcome to Find Your People. Look, I am so thankful that I have found Mandy the therapist today, this week. <laughs> um, I, we are just kindred spirits. We'll leave it at that. But I am so thankful for you, and that, that I road runs you both as ways. my friend. I know, right? <laughs> like we are each other's therapists. So thank you, Mandy, for finding me as a friend. It's been um, a fun ride so far here on the podcast. It gives us something to look forward to and something to laugh about. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm loving it. Loving it. We're almost, next episode will be 10. I can't even believe it. We'll be in. Look at us. Double, double digits. digits. Both hands full. <laughs> We're growing up so fast. I know, I know, I know. Well, Mandy, tell me about your your world. What's going on? I, the, the show notes again. And I do see something that I actually know what it is. I think you probably don't think I do, but I do. I love it. It's one of my favorite okay. things. So let's, um, let's get started. I want to hear all about your world. Well, what is going on in my world is fall break. Amen. Amen. Which... It's the bane of my existence. It's just so hard. We make it through the summer. We get to Labor Day and we go, Phew, and we can start going back out to eat at our restaurants and get parking places. And all of a sudden, everybody's back. So They've been um, this week has been a lot of Tennessee other than Nashville. It's not Davidson County. Oh. It's a lot of Shelby County and okay. smaller counties and a lot of Kentucky Oh, all right. But, and then next weekend, I think starts Atlanta. Um, so yes, really, really sense. looking forward to that. This My friend Columbus Kelly, Day. Yeah, yeah. And I remember a couple of years ago, I heard that uh, seaside numbers for Columbus Day are now the same as they are for the Fourth of July. Oh my goodness! So. Now, just in light of that, I saw in case a lot of people are getting ready to go on, on fall break, I just thought I would offer some tips to make life easier for I'm you. Here for it. I, as you embark yeah. mm -hmm. on your fall break mm -hmm. trip. First of all, let's think about tiptoeing through the tulips. I cannot wait. Like this one intrigued me, this tip. Um, <laughs> so I cannot wait to hear about what you are meaning by tiptoe on the beach are there tulips on the beach no this is in in, in your home in your okay. rental home. oh I do most especially it. if it's a condominium mm -hmm. and you are not on the bottom floor mm -hmm. listen not everybody in the world is a heavy walker but having lived on a third floor of a four-story condo for 10 years now, mm -hmm. I can tell you that some of y'all are walking around with cement blocks on your feet. Like an elephant. And you have nobody in your life who has told you that you're walking around with cement blocks on your feet. And for that, I'm sorry for you because, listen, you don't have to walk that hard, y'all. It does not have to be that difficult. It, you are heavy laden. And I need you to lay down your burdens and tiptoe through the tulips. Lay down because you are on vacation, and you should be lighter on your feet. We would all greatly appreciate it, especially. I have, already, I have a feeling, Jenny. 
Oh, Jenny. Jenny, poor little Jenny. She thinks we are getting bombed. This morning, I've had a heavy walker above me this week, as you might have guessed. And no, really? They also, <laughs> they are also early risers. Oh, that's unfortunate. So it starts at about 6.15. Hmm. And this morning, I don't know what they dropped. It sounded like it was a, you know, 15-pound anvil. It was probably a cell phone. But Jenny was like in her crate and she was ducking for cover, man. I mean, it was coming. So just, you know, tiptoe through the tulips, lighten up. Love you're it. on vacation. Also, I can't figure I live in 580 square feet. What are you doing at 6.15 in the morning that causes you to go back and forth and back and forth? Over and over again in 580 square feet. What are you doing? Are they jazzercising? <laughs> Sometimes elephants are roller skating up there. Like, oh, oh my Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, tiptoe through the tulips. Love Number it. two, I'm going to need you. It, it's so fun. You go on vacation, you get this rental house. It includes a golf cart. Isn't that fun? I love a golf cart. I love it. Listen, I don't know why you have to park in a real parking place. Yeah. You can only, you can only go 25 miles per hour. If it rains, you are now wet. You're stuck. You can't listen to your good music while you're going because you can't hear it. But people love them. I'm going to say if you have a golf cart at your rental house, for the love of all things holy, please do not drive it on Highway 98. What? Yes. Yes. And if you're driving it down 30A and a car comes up behind you, pull over. over. That's the People law. People drive golf carts on 30A? All the time. For those of you who are not familiar with that area, 30A is like Lakeshore Drive or in Chicago or Fifth Avenue in New York. It is a thoroughfare right by the beach. And you, it's major traffic all the time. What are you doing? Listen, golf cart. they're getting cussed out by me. I can promise you. I say ugly, ugly words. And the rule, it really is the law that you pull over yeah. if somebody is behind you. And yeah. these fools. Ignorance is who, and, 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 and by the way, y'all are going to die and your children are going to fall out and get run over. Why do you think it is okay to drive down 30A holding a baby in an open air car? What are you doing? In fact, this, this past summer, a lady fell out of the golf cart over by uh, Watercolor. Sure enough, they were not on 38. They were on Highway 395. Like on a major interstate. She fell, not an interstate, but it is a oh, still. Uh, she fell out of the golf cart and got run over. Like, why do you think your children can be hanging off the back of a golf cart? And why do you think your 14-year-old can drive a golf cart? They're for sure. Like, the what I listen, I can't believe we don't have so many people dead on a weekly basis. Good. And not just because huh. I killed them. Let me tell you. I I have I am of the opinion now 
it's been coming for a long time, but common sense and good judgment are no longer the norm. Especially when people are on vacation. Because they get out of their like normal routine and they're on vacation and none of the yeah. rules apply. Like I try not to do that. Yeah, I know. It's bad. It's bad. Well, um, I okay. love this PSA about that because, you know, not our listeners are not those people. Right. But right. it is a good reminder not to, you know, run over those people. Yeah. Be be aware. Yeah. Those and those stupid e-bikes. Oh, listen, you have to keep your head on a swivel around here or else you're going to run over somebody. Yeah. Now, another thing, and this one's for real. This is not just me ranting. Um, let's talk about the door locks because most locks around here now are the automatic keypads Mm. and it's very confusing for people. I know this because multiple times a summer I encounter the people next door slamming the door over and over again and I'll finally go out and say, can I help y'all with something? And they think that continuing to slam the door is going to make the door lock, but here's the real problem. So you enter, you get there, the door is locked. You enter the code that your company has given you. You open the door, you go inside. Here's the thing that's different about a code and a an actual key. An actual key, when you turn it in the lock, it turns the lock, right? So now the door is unlocked. Mm-hmm. that is not the case when you enter a code mm-hmm. most of them there are a few so you know but most of them the door remains locked most of them you're going to walk inside and the little thingamajig is going to be horizontal and that means your door is locked yeah don't touch it because when you pop the handle it automatically unlocks it well yeah it it doesn't unlock it it just opens the door yeah that's the thing you enter that code and it oh yeah yeah it unlocks it long enough for you to and it only it's only a certain amount of time if you don't open the door fast enough it relocks itself yeah but you don't ever have to physically turn the thingamabob it stays it's locked is that the technical yes it's the thing it's the thingamajig or a thingamabob so if you don't, if you want the door to be locked, just don't ever touch it and just use the code and you'll be good. And, and should you encounter a door that you can't lock, let me tell you what, that and lock it. Slamming, Slamming it, it over and over again. What is it? Uh-huh. They say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I just had, in fact, I think it was yesterday because <laughs> it is fall break time. I had a time hop. That, uh, that referenced that i said you're mm. like that person playing pictionary who keeps circling the clue that nobody that is nobody guessing. gets i love and that i was that was apparently in reference to a kid <laughs> whose car alarm was going off outside my window at 2 a.m <laughs> i love fall break i love it oh uh, the last one, the last one really is a, a real uh and this good. is the one i know and okay. I a hundred percent cosign on this. Um, the this time of year on the Gulf, there are some black flies that are pretty prevalent. Yes. Um, and they don't like they'll bite and it stings. They don't leave a well. Thank no, goodness. No, but they so are annoying. It's a nuisance. 
and it makes sitting out on the beach a little annoying yep. and they come out especially like around sunset yep um there is a concoction called cactus juice you can get it on um, amazon oh you can yeah good yeah because used to be we could only get it at like a local pharmacy right yeah um, good buy yourself some cactus juice before you come down here yep. it, and you have to apply it multiple times yeah because you'll apply it and they'll leave you alone for a minute and then they'll start coming back you so gotta bathe in it take it with you to the beach too um but that'll at least give you some relief from these god-awful black flies um so i will link it okay great but it really okay so i used to shoot skeet down on the coast about this time of year there was a uh um anyway i did and um it is the only thing i have ever found that does any good below the night line yeah for anybody work for Matt? yes does it yes it is the only thing that remotely works for anything at all down there that's good because i've never found anything that worked on that skin i mean it, it, it's but... the same deal like it'll it doesn't last forever and you have to reapply and you feel like you have to bathe in it and you have to you know shower in the morning noon and night because you like feel sticky but if you are trying to avoid those things we went it wasn't it was in january i was um i was in just outside st simon's at a um quail shoot and birch and i (laughs) everybody else went off to hunt and birch and i just stayed on the car to to catch up because it had been a minute since we had talked when we stopped moving to say we got swarmed and these weren't like the Moultrie South Georgia gnats. These are yeah. like fighting gnats. They're legit. We were covered I in bites. Gnats. I mean, uh, uh, it was awful. It was awful. So get to know some cactus cheese. Yeah. Cactus cheese is the only thing I've ever found that does any good for anything anywhere near the coast of Georgia or North Florida. Okay. I don't know about anywhere else, but um yep it's um, but it is a beautiful time of year and um, you are all welcome to come and enjoy i'm excited for y'all that you get to enjoy this beauty just you know you liar fight and pull over you don't want us here you don't want us there at all you're inside oh i know God. that you're going leave me the heck alone listen i don't know who i am to talk i don't think i've actually set foot on the beach since may that awful. awful that is terrible terrible it's terrible but it's true oh, i'm Lord. getting jenny jenny can exercise now though so i've got her beach permit application filled out so so can we I, it's not on your list but i did see something on the socials on your socials can we get an update on jenny are we of are we available are we we are officially available all the dating apps with jenny now or we are we right with her you can swipe right on miss jenny yep she is she uh we when we went to stay with gracie we had to get like i asked the vet before we went Mm -hmm. um because i anticipated there would be a lot of frolicking right it was not until literally right before i left that gracie finally decided the elephant wasn't going to kill her um 
but so I had to get special permission and she did cough a little bit sort of initially mm-hmm. um but she has done well and we've been slowly increasing her exercise and she has tolerated it well knock on all the wood so yep she is officially medically cleared for adoption she was on the uh Runner rescue of the south she was the featured pup this morning it was a picture betsy had texted me the head of the rescue had texted me earlier this week and said i need some pictures of jenny and i said i don't have any pictures of jenny they're all videos because if you were in front of Jenny, she looks at that as her opportunity to come make out with you. Like yeah, you I can't saw. get a picture of her. Like that comment made me laugh harder than it should have. I mean, listen. And so. see, that's what I love. Like, bring it on, Jenny. No, I'm not ready for a dog. I don't want a dog. I'll, you know, it'll be at least a year and a half, but uh, oh my gosh. She's she's she is a very sweet girl. She's, she's some, very sweet. I, I think she'll go fast. Um, but I do want her to go to a, a house with um, another dog if we can swing it because that she will make her make happy. Out with. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and I do get the just the way that process works. Somebody will send in an application, and the rescue will do a home visit, and you know they go through their first round of initial screening, and then they come to me and say, "Here's who they are. You know, talk to them, see what you think." And then I can give a yay or nay myself. And if I say yeah. nay, no good. So, well, good, good. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah, so she's good. So, um, and then, okay, baseball. Baseball. Yes. Oh, uh, we watched a little bit together last night. We did. We did. Unfortunately, the Phillies won. Especially Phillies. They're going to be tough. Woo, Lord, playing in Philly. Kudos to those Phillies fans. That is not an easy place to no. go in and play. Um, so we are in the wild card round. Um, it is. It's, let me think. Let's see if I can do this off the top of my head without looking. It's the Rangers and the Rays, and the Rangers okay. won yesterday. All right. It is the Blue Jays and the Twins, and the Twins won yesterday. Okay. It is the Diamondbacks and the Brewers and the Diamondbacks won yesterday. And it's the Phillies and the Marlins and the Phillies won yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it's best of three. So if any of those four teams that won yesterday win today, then they move on and the other teams out. Okay. The winner of Phillies and Marlins will play the Braves. The winner of uh brewers and yeah oh that's why we're rooting for the marlins we're all marlins fans right now right well i said last night on my insta story yeah oh and then the winner of the diamondbacks and the brewers will play the the dodgers and then i don't know how the al lines up they'll play the um astros or the um orioles or the two that got a buy, but I don't know how that lines up. Who plays who? So on the fly, I'm going to ask you this question. If you don't know, I won't judge you at all. How have we done overall this year against the Phillies? We won the series, uh, the season series against mm-hmm. them. Um, we clinched the National League East in Philly. Okay. Um, so it's doable. Oh yeah, it's but they're on a we, roll, man. They were so they excited hot. last night. 
they get hot at the right time. Their lineup is not quite as deep as ours. Okay. Um, but they are, it's a similar sort of lineup. Like they can, they hit for power. They, you know, get on base. Um, they're never out of it. Like you can't ever get six runs up. You can't sleep. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. they can come back big time. Um, yeah. They're, they're pitching. Um, is a little more solid than ours just because of injuries. Um, Zach Wheeler pitched for them last night. He's a freaking ace. He is nails. He did well. Um, Tonight will be Aaron Nola, who's a good LSU boy. Love it. Graduated the same year as Dansby. Um, um, He's been sort of up and down this year. The pitch clock really sort of affected him. Mm. Um, It affected his routine. And so it took him until a little later in the season, but he's done well. Um, he's done better lately. Yeah. Um, so I think he's pitching and I saw some people contemplating today. Maybe they would throw, I think it's Suarez is their three that maybe they would throw Suarez so that they could then have Nola for game one against the Braves. Um, but I don't think they'll do that. I wouldn't. Um, You got to get there first. Exactly. So you got to be a risky proposition. So, yeah, so that's the good news is that they will have used their two dogs um, to get through the wild card. And that's so, the good news for the Braves is they can be resting and recovering all exactly. those injuries. So, meanwhile, the Braves, because, you know, this, the Braves were in this exact same position last year. They had a bye. Yeah. And then the Marlins, um, I'm sorry, the Phillies beat the uh, Cardinals in the wild card last year. And so the Braves played the Phillies and the Phillies knocked us out. And... It was a lot of speculation of that five-day rest period just killed the Braves, killed any yep. momentum. We And we had been trying to beat the Mets for the division uh, title. Like, we went up to next to last day, I think, before we clinched the division last year. Yeah. So, we had really been, you know, running hard. And so, we didn't get to rest we thought we were going to be doing great because we were going to get those five days to rest after clinching, blah, blah, blah. was not good. It was not good. So the Braves are doing everything different this year. They actually yesterday had the Stripers, their AAA team, Come up. brought all of those guys up and played a game and invited fans. You could go for free. What? Yep, and they're doing that yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I was thinking, like, what if they got, like, the Georgia baseball team or whatever, but I like right, the idea yeah. of the Stripers, too, because it could be guys that they pull up. Yep, yep. So, they, uh, Max Freed, our ace, who has a blister problem, um, Max pitched I'm yesterday. sorry, it still sounds like pull toe. Oh, no, oh, no. So Max pitched yesterday. He went five innings. He did okay. He had a he, he walked a lot of people. Um, but that's Max is like he's a gamer. Like it's so funny to watch him when he's pitching in a big game and he gets pissed. Look out! You are it. in for it. You are I in for it. it. Um, so he's he's a guy that really runs on adrenaline. Um. So, and, and he may be our game two starter this time, um, just because Spencer Strider mm, has love. killed the Phillies this year. Love it. So, love it. Uh, yeah. Well, so we'll I see. mean, 
I already know just from watching some of the game last night that I'm going to have a lot to say about the Phillies. <laughs> there are buttons that should be buttons that aren't buttoned. There are there are people that run slower than I do. It is <laughs> I cannot like the the Marlins. I feel like are real cute, and we would have things to say about those cute little boys. But let me tell you. Those Phillies will give us some things to talk about. So um, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, they have Brandon Marsh, who yes. we already talked about yep. with the wet hair. With the wet hair. Buford boy with the wet hair. Love it. Um, they have two guys who wear their shirts really unbuttoned, which is like, just, that would not. Tim Corbin at Vanderbilt <laughs> would kick them off the scene. Like that would not fly. So the phrase is nip slip. <laughs> That phrase was used more than once last night in the text chain. So, I mean, then, I, he went anyway. It, I, yes, there's a lot going on. Kyle Schwarber, who's the one you hear about that runs so slowly, he, he's a big boy. Uh, he played for the Cubs the year they won the World Series, and he tore his, I want to say he tore his ACL. He, he tore, I want to say it was his ACL. It may have been a shoulder but I want to say it was an ACL in spring training and he kept, and he was young. This, you know, this was in 2016. So he was yeah. a young buck. Um, but he kept saying all season long, he's like, I'm going to be back in time for the playoffs. I'm going to be back in time for the playoffs. And lo and behold, if he wasn't was. back in time for the playoffs and he's a, he is a big bopper and uh, uh-huh. he did really, you know, several big home runs for the Cubs to help them win. I I, I really like Kyle Schwarber. He's a good guy. He has like hit, the, he's uh-huh. hit the same number of singles as he has hit home runs this year. His batting average is like 180, but he's hit 40 home runs. Wow. I feel like he, uh, that whole team is kind of like that. Remember in the College World Series, the LSU? Yeah. Like they, they could are. be the, you know, South Georgia all-star <laughs> softball team who smokes a pack of Marlboro Reds in the in the parking lot before they play. It's so like, good. Like they're so on brand for it. Philadelphia. You I know? know, right? They're great. They're great. So I kind of hope that's them just for fun, but I know they're gonna be harder to beat. So but I, I really I don't better. want them. I feel better about our chances this year because we're approaching it differently. And then we're also going to have a huge chip on our shoulder. And Strider was hurt last year. He had hurt his oblique. Um, And so in the way it's the way the days off are situated this year, we can pitch our one and we only need three pitchers. We can pitch Max and um, Strider and then probably Bryce Elder would be number three. Mm-hmm. And then if we needed uh, Max and Strider again for four and five, they could pitch again because there would be enough days off in between well, that they would good. have enough rest. So that's all good. So it lines up pretty good. good for us as long as we don't just come out dead, which hopefully we won't. Hopefully we won't. So um, anyway, there's your baseball update. Well, I'm excited. I'm really excited. And it'll, by the time this comes out on Friday, like everything everything will be settled yeah there may be i mean depending on if who wins today there may be a couple games on friday 
Yeah. Um, but the Braves first game is Saturday. Yay. 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 Well, Auburn's off, so that'll be good. Oh, so good. Well, I listen, Auburn did, Auburn held it same last weekend. You know, so, okay. I was on, I was on a girl's trip and, um, I was up in the mountains and it was lovely. Jealous. But I knew it was Georgia Auburn weekend and I knew it was not going to be a weekend that I would be able to hold my cuss words to a minimum. <laughs> so I frankly didn't even want to watch it. So I didn't watch game day. We were on the boat instead. I didn't watch the first half of the game. I was in the water instead and loved every minute of it. I got a little sunburn, but I don't care. It was vitamin D for the win. And I was worried for a couple reasons. I was worried, first of all, because, you know, they had mentioned the orange, which they did not do. Thank That's goodness. Good, good. Thank goodness. And I was worried because um, our lovely coach, um, Escort Freeze, said <laughs> things in press conferences like, oh, it's not a hate game. We love everybody. We need to come together in a spirit of kumbaya BS. And I was like, He sounds like me. No, you are setting expectations low. <laughs> you are setting us up when we don't win. It's because we love everybody and we just want to get along. We need hate. We need good old fashioned hate. No, we don't. We hate them. <laughs> they are mean to me a lot. 365 days a year hate them we need we the only way we're gonna do well at all is if we just come out with fire in our bellies and if we love everybody that's not a fire in our belly sir i think he was just really trying to set some expectations very low right it's so bad yeah yeah however when I came in after being in the water, um, I was pleasantly surprised. As you should have been, yeah. I didn't, I knew it wasn't sustainable. I hoped it was. I knew deep in my gut that it was not. But we scored 20 points and I was thrilled with that outcome. Absolutely and, and, thrilled. And your offense scored. I mean... But then, if Which you notice, me, right? <laughs> that two-quarterback system broke apart. Oh, boy. Which, We're again, I was screaming at the TV, that two-quarterback system doesn't work. What happened it's to one. the third quarterback? Uh, he didn't make the cut. So, oh, okay. he has so not been playing very much. I feel then like... Would, I feel they like would put in the running quarterback to throw a ball. And I'm like, if you know he can't throw, why is he in there? If you're not going right. to run him, what are you doing? Why is he even in there? Yeah. It doesn't have to be that hard. Just no, make a it decision. Doesn't. They're making it a lot harder than it has to be. But anyway, so I was pleased. I really was. I was so thrilled. I did still cuss a lot at the TV in the second half, but I was really, really pleased that we did as well as we did. And um, they said at the end of the game, they're like, this is one of the hardest places we play. And the environment here is just crazy. And I mean, what a, I mean, to me, that's a great testament to the Auburn family and to the, the environment that we create and how much fun it is. For um, sure. 
So we tried. That's our new mantra, I think. We tried. <laughs> we love everybody and we tried. <laughs> Which is not a good mantra for a really hard-nosed football team. Oh gosh. We do did have this play? Saturday off though, so that's good. So we did you play that. sports growing up? Um, I have I cheered for um a lot of years. Um, but no, you know, I just grew up and I was the uh, I kept the book for the baseball team. I was just wondering because you have more of that. Yeah, I'm very competitive. Or, I'm, I like, just don't have the skill set, but I'm very my sister's like that, and my friend Kelly's like that, and both of them, you know, mm-hmm. I'm very competitive. In it. Yeah, very competitive. I'm not. It uh, it gets ugly sometimes. So I'm I'm super competitive. I mean, like there's people that I play, especially one that I play Wordle in connection with every day that if if they do better than I do, like it just hits you wrong. It hits me real wrong. <laughs> Kelly got so mad at me when we were at the Braves Cubs game when the Braves were losing for most of the game. Kelly's like, it's your fault because you've been too nice about the Cubs. <laughs> I mean, you do sing Kumbaya a little, a, little, a, a few times a game. Sometimes I'm like, girl, I think it's survival. I think that I've had to always, you know, fight my way to survive life. <laughs> so I think it's just that instinct. And I just, I love a competition. Yeah. I don't care what the prize is. Yeah. I just love beating. See, I was always, I was going to embarrass myself. Like, I didn't. And I, I, hate, I will turn I hate anything to be wrong. into a competition too. I hate to be wrong yes. and listening feels like being yes. wrong. And so I just would not play. And yeah, same. Like I was taught and grew up in a world where perfection was expected. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anyway, yeah, it's, it's oops. Just curious. Just curious. Yeah. yeah I'm very competitive, very competitive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have a brother who was very competitive too at everything we did. Like I learned to slalom ski and he was so mad that he was a lot younger than I was, but you know, he didn't care. He learned the next day. So I only, he didn't like that. I knew how to do something that he didn't know how to do. Yeah. So there was always that tension, which I think is healthy, you know, competition too. But we, um, yeah, I was like, I was actually a decent swimmer, um, but I was like, mm, I'm not going to do that. My sister's already got the corner on that market. I'll yep. go do something else. Yep. Yep. That's that's my personality. Yep. It's hard. I'm not going to try. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I just want to beat this night out of somebody is what I want to do. Nope. Um, so we did go on this great girls weekend trip. Um, if you have never been to Jaymore Farms, it's one of those apple picking places up here in North Georgia. It is amazing they have fried pies yum they have apple cider donuts they have pumpkin bread i got all the things it um we got how cool is it up there okra it so during the day it was in the 80s so we still got in the water it was chilly it took me a minute like it was startling um it was like but once you got in it was great so another there are only two of us that got in but we got in had the best time. There's a really good pizza place up here called Fortify Pie up in Clayton. 
and um i had you're gonna love this i had a pizza and i took a picture i don't i should send it to you i had a pizza with fig jam and goat cheese and arugula with balsamic glaze and prosciutto yes girl pioneer woman actually has a very good recipe for that uh everybody was like you want to share i was like no get mine (laughs) got mine um and so went to Fortify Pie, went to Jay Moore. We got every meat, cheese, dip, chip. We had an apple and caramel board. Like we had, it was like a giant girls' dinner of snacky Perfect. food the whole the weekend. You should do it. Wonderful. We had the best time, drank wine, had fun, giggled. We stayed in our pajamas and comfy clothes the whole time. It was just great. And it was what I needed. Now I came back and had a big big paper due and I got a little stressed out, but I was reminded very kindly that, um, and gently and sweetly that I, you need the break. You need the break. You do. It'll all be there when you get back, take the break. So I took the break and it was great. So, um, that was so much fun and we had a great time and we are very inappropriate so we laughed a lot it was fantastic excellent um so when i got back that i did I, I had a big paper i just finished writing but being back in school at uh, my age is really interesting like it makes me feel real young to walk around campus with all the young people you know in their backpacks and their whatnots but at the same time, it just makes me tired. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know how you do that class. Mm-hmm. Till eight o'clock. To like eight yeah. o'clock at night. I don't know how I do it either. <laughs> um, I have to drink a lot of coffee late in the afternoon, which that's the other issue is if you wait, if I wait too late in the afternoon to have it, and then I'm up till three in the morning. So I got to get it in before like 2.30 to survive the 2.30 to 5.30 class. But then I got that 6 to 8 class. And it's, I love the material and I love my professors, but golly, Pete. Yeah, it's hard. I'm, I'm Are most people in your program straight out of undergrad? So that's a great question. Uh, most Thank of you. the people who are in person, like I'm supposed to be, are straight out of undergrad so they moved here to go to school just like they moved to college go to college a lot of the people that are online are second career third career they have a family that they can't really move so there are a lot of people my age doing this i'm not the only one but most of them are online Um, and we're friends but you know most of the in-person people are are here so why did you say in person like you're supposed to be so um this semester all but one of my classes are online and that was just the fluke of a thing yeah so i mean not to criticize candler however comma they (laughs) let every new testament professor go write a book (laughs) this semester and (laughs) new testament is required and kind of i don't know essential (laughs) To a master's of divinity in Christian education. (laughs) 
So because I had to do that online, I had to do the class before it online. And then the preaching class was full because COVID bumped everybody back here. So they're trying to catch up and they don't have enough professors for that either. So I'm hoping next semester I'll be back on campus a lot because I do. I love being there. I love um, the atmosphere of a college campus. I love the energy of a college campus. For I sure. Feeling young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a backpack. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I'm trying to think what? when I went back to law school. I think I went with the crossbody bag. I don't I don't think I I, I would pull the trigger on a backpack now, but yeah. I think when I went with like a crossbody bag. The Candler building is literally right on the quad. We're right in the middle of everything where Mercer Law is kind of set off to itself. Yeah. We are like I'm. I'm across the street from the um, inter, from the stadium. They don't have a football team, but they have a like soccer field looking. Right, it looks like a football stadium. So I mean, I see you you're know, hanging out with eighteen year olds. I am, and I'm here for it. And then they're like, "Hey, mom, <laughs> I'm older than some of their mothers." So there's. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that duality of of loving that atmosphere and feeling young again, and then being made to feel feeling really old. old. I'm feeling very. I old. legitimately am the class mom. Like I bring snacks and stuff. So that's well, awesome. I, I love. There's that. a woman in my choir who I learned this past weekend. Um, I knew she was a, I knew she was a preacher because we had a guy fall out during service back in january and i asked car i texted carla uh after it was all said and done i said who was the woman who was sitting two rows in front of me i wasn't in the choir yeah that weekend i said who's the woman who was sitting two rows in front of me who has the beautiful white long hair she said oh that's hannah i said i want to be i want her to be on a plane if it's going down because that woman took control of the situation she turned around, looked at her husband, and she said, call 911. And she immediately went to the guy. Her husband was sort of bumbling, and he couldn't do it. I called 911. But anyway, that's another story for another day. But anyway, so Hannah um, also went to Keenler, and it was also, she was a lawyer originally. Oh, she was yeah. a big corporate defense lawyer originally, and then went to Keenler. So. so you can actually get a dual degree with the law school at Emory. Interesting. Yeah. You can get a dual degree, a theology. That would be an interesting combo. I actually know a couple of people um, who were lawyers and are now preachers. Yep. Mm -hmm. My dad always said that I should have been a lawyer because I argue real well. Well, That's what everybody told me too, but listen. Yeah. I feel like I'm just arguing one side of things, but. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. I can write a brief. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that is kind of where my world has been. Um, next week I will be on fall break and I'll be down, um, working on Advent, um, sermons and, um, devotions. So I will gladly take a break from all that and join y'all next week from Lake Sinclair. And I'm so excited about it. So that'll be a nice little break. Um, uh, but yeah, just work, but uh, in a different spot. Listen, it's yeah. always good to change scenery. Yep. So while I'm down there, I think one, I'm really probably going to do the whole thing where I look like a troll and don't shower and just write the whole time. But 
I think I will shower one day and go into Milledgeville. I know we've talked about my family tree a little bit. I thought I would share this with you and I'll um, post pictures next week, I'm sure. Um, my family originally is from Millie, Millie Vegas, Milledgeville. And some of them are buried there. And I know I've talked about how I'm in charge of the cemetery. This is another extension of that cemetery. Um, <laughs> the family that's there is the Montgomery family. And um, I joke about my family tree not branching much, but I thought I would go into it a little bit more today. Um, the There are three Montgomery sisters that married three McAfee brothers. <laughs> and you got to think about it like real hard, like make that sniffing shit face, you know, where you scrunch your nose up a little bit. But then you realize it's not incestuous. Right. It's right. Not, there's no crossover. But, you know, back in the day, there wasn't a lot of room for travel. There certainly wasn't the interweb to find people on and have long distance relationships. Right. So... There are three pairs of these siblings that married. Um, and so we liked, I have double cousins. Um, as a matter of fact, one of my double cousins is the judge that was appointed to the Trump case in Atlanta. Uh, his last name Bless is his heart. I know. Bless his heart. So he's uh, a new, he's a, he's, he's relatively young. Yep. He's 30 something. He's, um, you know, last name McAfee. And so he's, yep. So there we go. From one of the sons of one of those pairs, his grand, great grandparents were one of the pairs of brother and sister that married. But that's what that means. That I have double cousins everywhere. So, our do you have fewer cousins? Yes, mm -hmm. fewer cousins. And yep, there's a smaller group, but we're all related twice. Yep. <laughs> Funny. so fun um that's that side the other side of course is twigs county which there are only like five families down there and back in the day that doesn't it doesn't happen anymore we don't have incestuous people but back in the day there wasn't a big gene pool down there and so on that side of the family we have this genetic abnormality where we have extra digits and so when I was born and until I was about 25, I didn't realize the depth of this issue. <laughs> when I was born, Ma, my parents would just say, you know, we just hoped you had 10 fingers and 10 toes and healthy. <laughs> I thought that was just a saying. I didn't realize they were actually the very first thing they did when they met me the very first time was count my fingers and toes to make sure there were not extra. <laughs> However, that was a thing. My grandmother had 11 toes. Listen, Look, if I had 11 toes, I have the longest toes. My big toe is as long as my pinky finger. Oh. If I had 11 toes, I would be in trouble trying to find some shoes. Well, it gets better because <laughs> she was chopping wood, as one tends to do back in the 30s, 40s down in Twiggs County. And still today. And she chopped a toe off. On purpose or on accident? No, it was an accident. But it was the wrong foot. So she had the right number, but the wrong distribution. <laughs> so she was six and four and not five and five. 
So they drove of all the luck the home to Macon to the Macon Hospital over on Wal back when it was on Walnut Street, and they sewed it back on. Why didn't they take one they off? Did. The they side? did. So then they took her little nub off. Oh, I was gonna say. So finally, she ended up with the right number and distribution. Thank goodness. So ironically, I, ironically, <laughs> I believe it was that same hospital where my grandfather was was that hospital still open in the 80s probably papa was involved in a corn auger accident tell it and he lost he lost all his toes on one foot look at the digit foot and i'm pretty sure he was at that we were at a swim meet in rome and i'm pretty sure it was making we drove down so yeah, and, it was on Walnut Street, right across from the BB&T yeah. building. Yeah, that was the Macon Hospital. I feel like that's where he was. Probably. It was definitely doctor's offices too. So even if it mm-hmm. wasn't an actual hospital, there were medical offices in that building for a very long time. Look at that. Our grandparents so on their toes. So it gets even better. <laughs> <laughs> One time, who I will not name because I know you know this person. I dated a boy from Bleckley County and his grandmother was standing in his grandmother's kitchen and she said, Oh, you're from Twig. She said, y'all better watch out. You can't have babies. They might have extra toes. And I <laughs> fell on the floor. And I said to her, I said, ma'am, they probably will anyway. <laughs> she said, well, y'all might not because Blackley County's right next to Twigs. She said, y'all might not need to do that. And I said, well. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, did I know I couldn't do it anyway, but. <sighs> oh my gosh. Like it, when I tell you I just have a trunk, I just have a trunk. Have a trunk. But it has extra toes. <laughs> digits. It has a lot of digits. Right number, wrong distribution. That's my favorite story to tell. so yeah when i say i take care of the cemetery i take care of it for multiple sides of the family but they're all buried right together (laughs) well thank goodness but i haven't been over to the cemetery in milledgeville to see all the montgomery girls parents and the siblings that didn't marry which is a whole other podcast topic that i 100 will get to they are quite the characters um uh probably at the holidays i will do that because they had used to have a famous christmas party every year so um okay i will regale you with those stories but i will i'm gonna try to go over there because those headstones have been cleaned in a long time and that's part of the joy of taking care of the cemetery so um i'm gonna try my best to get over there and visit with them and say hello to my namesake it's who i'm named after well and if you go with the holidays you can take them on your wreaths uh yes indeed because you have what's it called that you put that you put in the ground what did you call it cemetery wreaths but do you had a special like stake that you got from the florist oh yeah the uh, funeral flower um i feel like i had fans. a name yeah did i make that up i eat a funeral flowers i don't know i call it the funeral flowers the funeral wreath that's a funeral wreath yeah talking about the funeral wreath yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yep. yeah it's a joy to be me some days i mean 
you know, oh, things boy. I do because my grandmother asked me to do it. Listen, I just I hear you. you know her portrait hangs right, right. She's right there. Oh, we have a lot of conversations, and she tells me what to do still. Well, good. Just keep listening. Yeah, okay. just keep no, listening. I, I always do what she says. Um, in fact, she's a little crooked. I need to go straighten her up, but. <laughs> She's the best. I miss Gogi every day, but I got it right here. I love it. Um, okay, so I have seen, of course, because I am privy to, I have seen the list of your favorites, and I'm so excited. And I'm actually going to add one to your last thing that I can't okay. believe you didn't put on there. Okay. Might not be my favorite. We shall find out. Um, I don't know how okay. it can't be, but we'll see. So this first one, you can't ask me to post the recipe because it is too easy. No, Nobody needs yeah. the recipe. If, if you can't find, first of all, first of all, if you can't find this recipe on your own. <laughs> right. <sighs> so, at least Elder Google it. Yeah. 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 Um, this is like my football season constant mm -hmm. I, I make it basically every saturday sausage rotel dip i do mine a little differently my friend christina gave me this recipe i don't use velveeta mm. which a lot of people use i use just cream cheese so you brown your sausage i myself like a good jimmy dean sage sausage she can pick up at any grocery store yep Unless you live in Florida and they don't have the sage half the time. But what? I know. It is not right. Um, But you brown your sausage, drain it off, add a block of cream cheese and a can of Rotel. I myself go with the original Rotel. Mm -hmm. Spicy's a little too spicy for me for this particular venture. Mm -hmm. That's all you do, people. You stir it all together. You eat it with your tortilla chips enjoy your football games so i now, think when i get back from all of my wanderings which i'm gonna have lots to talk about i'm gonna meet savannah and all kinds of places for the next couple of weeks fine i'm making that i think you should i think I and should. if like katie and me you live by yourself and so you're like i'm never gonna eat all that sausage yeah you will them. first of all you will yeah you second will. of all Here's another thing you can do with it, which is almost better than eating it with tortilla chips. You can scramble yourself some eggs. Up. Stir a little bit in there while you're scrambling your eggs. Wrap it up in a tortilla. tortilla. And have yourself a, a breakfast. breakfast taco. Look, I'm here. Delicious. For it. Or... You can scramble your eggs with your sausage rotel dip and then crumble some uh, tortilla chips. I'm in saying it. that ironically. Um, know, you right? can crumble those into it and that's also delicious. Done. That's like, um, I love huevos rancheros. It's like a yes, souped up, put a little avocado on it, shut Ooh. the front door. You were in it. You I'm doing are it. in it. I'm doing but it. I like it. I like it with the cream cheese, number one, because, I mean, I mean, I'll eat a Velveeta. I will. But I prefer 
real food. Um, and I prefer so, not eating plastic. Plastic. So I like cream cheese a little better. Has a little more flavor. Love it. So sausage tail dips, number one. Number two. Um, I feel we've mentioned in passing, I don't think we have really hammered home the fact that I love Jason Isbell more than my luggage. <laughs> She's laughing. She's taking her glasses off. She's laughing so hard. I don't know why. I love Jason Isbell more than my luggage. <laughs> I love Jason Isbell. Me too. I'm I'm not at your level. I don't think anybody nobody is. nobody's there. But I love him. I love the documentary. I love all all of the things. I love Jason Isbell. If you haven't watched the documentary, you absolutely should. It's on Max. Absolutely should. Um, and his sort of his breakthrough album was an album called Southeastern, and it came out. 10 years ago last friday okay and so in celebration of the anniversary of southeastern they actually um they did a concert at a smaller venue in knoxville i don't know how i missed the memo that this was happening they played the entirety in order of southeastern at this concert i don't know how i missed it they recorded it and it's on youtube and it's on Apple Music, the live version. That's yeah, that's the new one. It yep. took me a minute to recognize that he had when they did because they re-released Southeastern, they remastered it and re-released it, and they did so with a new picture of Jason. But mm-hmm. it took me a minute to realize that was not the very mm-hmm. same album cover, even though it's quite obvious. I'm not real um, perceptive on those sorts of things. But anyway, so like I watched all kinds it. of. So this 10-year thing has the demos, the remastered, and the live version. Yeah. So you can get all of it together. Let me tell you, cover me up. Cover me up, Jason Isbell. Girl, leave your boots by the bed. We ain't leaving this room till someone okay. needs medical help or the magnolias bloom. Uh, cover me up. Tell me a better line. Mm. You can't. In fact, I'm going to send that to somebody right now. (laughs) Katie, I think you should. Um, But anyway, so that's just a fabulous, I love Jason. I love the 400 unit, his band. Um, Yes. And that, I love Southeastern. It's funny, I want to say Southeastern is my favorite album. I'm not sure I can though. If I were to ever do a um, Mm, Southern Studies master's degree at Ole Miss, my uh, dissertation would be comparing um, the Isbel albums because what I naturally do every time he releases a new album is I'm like, oh, this is the cover me up of this album. Oh, this is the different mm. days of this album. Oh, this is the Super 8 Motel of this album. So it's sort of the standard bearer for me. Uh, you know, everything he does, I feel like it sort of tracks from Southeastern. So anyway, you uh, highly recommend watching that um, that little concert and it's like an hour doesn't take forever i may watch it twice on friday night love yes, it i'm gonna watch that tonight um okay and then this next one is random but it comes as a result of me cooking at Susie's house when i was there last week okay so if you watch my uh instagram stories i did preparing the broccoli 
casserole. Where you um, said I pulled a Katie. I did pull a Katie. I dumped half a thing of sage in there. Um, Susie's not a cook. Um, she orders her little, you know, blue apron or whatever the particular Hello, meal. Fresh. Yeah. Her mom cooks, but she wasn't even really a cook. She just cooked to feed them. Um, but since her mom died, like Susie, Susie's not cooking. Yeah. She's traveling all the time anyway. But anyway, here's what I'm going to tell people who aren't familiar with cooking. You know, like when we were growing up, our mamas, like, well, my mom wasn't really a cook either. So it may have been different my at your mama's. house. Yeah. My but mama's. at my house, my mama didn't have, like, <clears throat> she had the salt and pepper shakers and she had the little, you know, Malden koshers, not even kosher salt, the Malden, you know, just, it came in a little round container. It had the little silver thing that popped up, you know, like that fine salt. And, mm -hmm. you know, that table was salt. it. But she, table salt. So she basically, you know, would sometimes if she thought about it, which wasn't a whole lot, she would sprinkle some salt from the salt and pepper shakers right. into our food. Well, that's all Susie has yeah, as well. And so when I was cooking there last week, I you know kept trying to do that. You cannot properly season your food that way, y'all. Yeah. I'm going to need you to get, they sell little salt cellars. I don't even have one of those. I have an old burrata cheese container from Trader Joe's. Love it that lives on top of my refrigerator and i actually have the diamond crystal kosher salt is my preferred just sort of cooking salt okay. and you know that that's what i use to season yep but then what my favorite actually is is malden sea salt okay and it is a finishing salt yep so after you finish cooking and like, you know, before you send out your plate into the world, you sprinkle mm -hmm. the Smalden sea salt and it's mm -hmm. flakier, it's a little bigger mm -hmm. and it just makes everything, everything taste better. better. Mm -hmm. I take it with me because my sister didn't have any. So like if I'm going to Nashville, I take it with me. Like everybody needs some Malden sea salt in their lives. I love that. So I think it would make a great hostess gift. Like yes. if you're going, you could get a little salt cellar like we had talked about um and take that with some malden sea yes. salt that would be a nice hostess gift on magnolia i bought like their shop i bought a it's a glass with a wooden lid on it and it mm -hmm. says sell on it the french i want to be fancy the french Listen, but it's you know i'm a francophile yeah so it's um i will send you one um <laughs> but the it sits right next to my mason jar with bacon grease in it so, yep. I mean, I'm a, look, I'm a fancy. We are fancy. Southern girl. You got you got your mason jar of bacon grease. I got my burrata container with there we go. crystal kosher salt. Love it. Um, And then my final thing since, you know, fall break, I thought I would just give y'all some of my favorite spots on 30A if you're coming. <laughs> Jenny just jumped a mile because the lead foot has returned um number one <laughs> the number one for sure forever and always is black bear bakery um black bear originally opened in grayton probably chelsea was still alive so i'd say six or seven years ago which i have um, not been down your way oh, since then so i have not had that so the same guy who owns bud and Allie's did this with a guy who had been his chef at the pizza bar um and they opened and it's a little you know it's north of uh 30a 
in Grayton and a little there's several little multicolored buildings sort of all together little shops they opened in there the initial pastry chef was nominated for James Beard Award like just killer great sourdough great pastries I'm coming um, my favorite is breakfast um always check out what they have on special like that's where it's at they, they now have locations mimosas? they sell mimosas they used oh. to put a little um Done. star anise in their mimosas but i think they quit doing that um i'm not a favorite. licorice girl so that was not yeah it wasn't my favorite but they used to be real fancy with that um but they now have so in addition to the original location they now have locations in sandestin at green boulevard um in seaside um and that's it right yeah there's three the problem i will say it is expensive when they opened the seaside location they upped all their prices to seaside prices and it's expensive like stupid expensive but it is worth it it is very good yeah if nothing else go by there and pick up a loaf of bread and some pastries because listen Listen. so worth it killer so black bear bakery um also shunt gully which happens to be right across the street from me it may or may not have made my favorites list if I had to drive there. I'm not sure it would still be in my favorites. Oh, list I gotcha. I gotcha. Across I gotcha. the street. But it is one of the only places that has a view. Now, when they built this restaurant, they were dumb about it and they did not maximize the potential of the view, but they mm. have course corrected at this point. And there are a few yeah. seats that actually look out at the Gulf, but it's all open air. Um, it has a really small menu, but it, what they do, they do well. Yeah, um, good oysters, and you know it's you look at the golf, so and it's fun. Has a lot. They have live music basically every night. Um, so it it's owned by the same people that own Floribama, so they know how to do. They know how to Tell do it. this. Yeah, Tell so, Shunt Gully. Um, the next one used to be Fish Out of Water. Um, they've rebranded and sort of completely. You know, used to be sort of wondered what the heck that was yeah it used to be fish out of water they know now it's just f-o-o-w i don't even know how, how they pronounce it um but you know fish out of water used to be great it, i think it was james beard nominated like fancy white tablecloth restaurant mm-hmm. and they completely have scrapped all that they've gone through several iterations of it and i honestly don't know what the current iteration is the last time i went though the food was good but again it's one of the only places where you can have a good view um and they have great drinks so at the very least go and watch sunset and have a cocktail um and if the menu doesn't look great you can leave and go somewhere else um you can go across the street to wine world which wine world probably should have made my list they by the way i guess they still do y'all i haven't been very many places since covid like i just have quit going anywhere but wine world used to start happy hour at noon and it was two for Isn't one. Isn't that when happy hour starts? Two for one glasses of wine. So legit. Um, Girl. Raw and juicy is the next one. A lot of, if you've come a lot. It then sounds. You, well, it started as a juice Unfortunate. bar. <laughs> it started as a juice bar, like in the, one of the air yeah. shrinks in Seaside, raw and juicy. I um, know, I get it, but. But they have now moved. I to alice i think is where they are now and it's a full-fledged farm-to-table dinner restaurant i have not been yet but everybody that's posted um loves it don't lick yourself 
Um, that was to <laughs> Jenny, not to me. For the record, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, I said that out loud. That was for um, Jenny, not for Katie. I'm not leaking myself. <laughs> so I, I haven't been, but it looks amazing. And pe- the people that have been, I trust there. Uh, I mean, I volunteer as tribute to come visit and go with Right, me. right. Um, and then the final place I would recommend, it, and it's sort of like, I don't know that if you're coming on vacation, you really want to go. It's in uh, Rosemary, Parody, um, and it's like, it's sort of a warm, cozy wintertime restaurant, Okay, probably more, uh, but the food is excellent, um, and it's sort of like the fancy place um, on the list. If you want to have like a really nice sit down restaurant, um, I really like the food there. Um, there's also um, Cafe 30A, still really good. I have been there within the past year. I'm awful. I don't go anywhere. Um, so, yeah, that's sort of the high points of where my I hit. favorite hit me with yours. Yeah. My favorite is Red Bar. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I only the rest of the menu's fine, but those crab cakes. Mm-mm. You got a better place? Uh, it's anywhere uh, in the Mid Atlantic region. Oh well, I will not eat a crab cake outside the Mid Atlantic region. Really? Don't, don't do it. Okay, it's not worth I it. I love it's Red Bar. It burned several years ago. Now and they rebuilt. I went before it burned. I have not been in a very, very long time. I don't know that I've been back since it burned. Because let me tell you what, how you get the red bar now. Oh, Lord. It was a hot mess to get there anyway. So now you can park. I can't even remember it. So, you know, when you're at the four-way stop and you turn right to go mm-hmm. to the red bar. Yes. There's a parking lot there. And I don't even know. You may can park there and they have a shuttle that takes you down um which is not that far but you know um it's far enough especially in the heat of the summer yeah. you don't want to walk um but i do know that on the other side of 30a on the north side of 30a mm-hmm. actually across from where black bear is is a giant parking lot that and i think walk. that's where most people have to park to try to get to the red bar you cannot park you can't even try to park in front of red bar anymore so when it burned like it made national news like it's no joke it's a cool place and you should go if you've never been yeah it's just not one of my favorites and they only serve crab cakes on like saturday and sunday or something like it's the special friday Friday, saturday yep so and it's always uber crowded and i don't think they take reservations so you gotta like be patient and wait but i do think they i do think they've changed you know they used to only take cash yes i think maybe they changed that Here's a hot tip for you, though. If you love the food at Red Bar, there's a place on the north side of 98, a little further west towards Destin, called Louie Louie. Okay. Same menu. So we, well, here's, again, I I spent my time on the Atlantic growing up. We were Amelia Island, Fernandina Beach people, uh, St. Simons people. So my time in that area is very limited. And the only way I'm coming back is if I come to visit with you. Right. So right. I will go where you tell me to go. <laughs> well, just so the people know, if you like yeah. the Red Bar menu, but you don't like the hullabaloo of getting to Red Bar, you can Which go to hullabaloo. Yeah. And it's the same menu. Okay. Louis, Louis. And a similar vibe. It's not as 
not quite as eclectic as red bar but it's a similar vibe so for all my making friends it's like ivp on steroids <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah is the vibe and I, I, I like i said i don't know that i've been back i think maybe i've been back once since it burned down um and like you really unless you really knew you wouldn't know yeah oh well it's the, the bathrooms same. the bathrooms are much better oh uh, well praise the lord which was not you know that was an upgrade needed <laughs> wasn't hard to be better than what they needed have. needed maybe we should do our favorites for all the places we live like we can do a making favorites in case people are over there look atlanta favorites i got can some we talk about there. there was a sandwich between the bread which it didn't even you know call it, it's open back up <gasps> no it's no 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 i'm sorry baldino's the baldino's oh. family is open baldino's back up now listen that's good news too that is really good but news. it's not between the bread it makes or it, it makes i like good. to call it between the sheets <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> listen they had a sandwich there it was an italian no it was a like philly cheesesteak mm, with so chicken yes. with italian dressing oh my gosh oh my gosh and if you got on the side they gave you more uh-huh oh my gosh yes uh, yes i think that's one where the owner got between the sheets and not between the bread and had a problem is michael's on mulberry still there nope well, it's not the same people. And I'm not um, even sure after the pandemic if it's, I don't know. It was only open um, for lunch recently. Okay. But that chicken Philly, you're right, was like the best sandwich. Oh, on good. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that'd be fun. Yeah, we we'll have to do We could definitely do making mm-hmm and um you go to nash vegas a lot we can do that in case okay. people are traveling um speaking of our uh our good friends uh true south are debuting the new season so I'm excited yeah it's like the 10th or is it tomorrow what i was gonna say i was just I looking the the t that's what i was thinking too the 10th mm -hmm. is a tuesday um, yeah i'm really excited I and I, too. i'm hoping and i uh, we've got a lot of ideas and we're gonna hash some out but i'm very hopeful that we can do some tours of cities where we go to these same places and have this you know and fo kind of follow those southern foodway line suggestions and maybe make that a few of fun. our own that would be fun i think so i think so um all right well friend it's a look i'm all about all of your things i'm gonna watch the southeastern live show tonight okay, um good. so i'm gonna all that will be in the show notes to our listeners um again that was not me looking myself to our listeners thank <laughs> you jenny um go brave uh, i go braves we'll have a lot to talk about next week i will be um broadcasting live from lake sinclair <laughs> um and we'll have a lot to talk about i'm sure um because up 
And then the next week I'll probably be in Savannah. So we'll okay. look, we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. So it'll be fun. Um, Mandy, what do you have coming up besides watching the Braves? Um, my friends, the Weldons are coming for fall break. Love it. And they are some of the um only people who can ever uh get me off of my couch. Oh. to go join them to do anything so challenge accepted kelly welding could actually her children uh can make me do things that i don't usually do so i will i'll be uh running with the weldons they'll be here i, th- I think just through the weekend so Good. that'll be fun that will be fun well we can't wait to hear about it and see all about it and um i told mandy last night when i get back i'm making my second batch of slow roasted tomatoes if y'all have not done that yet you need to do it you need good to do stuff. it good stuff yes indeed all right friend well and as always as we like to say here on find your people podcast the girl that helped us find each other from the start Brooker! we love you we hope you are laughing very loudly and turning over lots of tables <laughs> or breaking them with your fist either way <laughs> We love you. Bye, y'all. Go find your people.